Blog Talk Radio. Had to put that that little siren in there because it's going to be hot like fire today. Uh, real quick for the people listeners, you're here. You're at UWC United Wrestling Council, UWC Wrestling uh, Radio. Don't forget, you can always go to UWCUnitedWrestlingCouncil.com to check out all the latest information of what we got going on. Real quick, I'm going to shoot the lineup before I do the opening and tell you what's going on with the United Wrestling Council. First up at about the 15-minute mark, we're going to have April, the uh, Royal Hawaiian, who, former Glow Girl, you know, we had um, Cheryl Lightning Russo on last week. We talked a little bit about that. I got a bunch of questions I want to ask um, April because it's just so much going on right now. You know, it's it was weird because the pandemic hit and everything was just so slow and it just sucked so bad because there was nothing going on couldn't wrestle i was trying to do my show but there was no crowds and the the wrestling which is really whack that was on tv or whatever so we're going to talk a little bit about uh glow wrestling getting into the business and just how different women have it in this business it's really starting to pick up now but there's just a a bunch of stuff i want to run by her because you know there's in the 20 two plus years that I've been doing this, there's just so much that I've seen, you know, with women and things that go on behind the scenes as far as like them not getting their due. And, you know, right now they're hot. I mean, you know, uh, when I'm, when Manny and I sit down and we're trying to put together the show that we're trying to get, you know, women to, to mix up the card and they're just hard, to, they're hard to get now. They're in so, so much demand or whatever. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And then at about the 45-minute mark, we'll have Danielle Hernandez on, who we went to the UWE show. And I, I honestly, I didn't know what to expect, just just to be brutally honest. Um, I don't go to very many independent shows, but now as I'm getting older and I, I'm – luckily for me, I'm able to choose where I want to wrestle, you know, and take some – some much needed time off in between, you know, so I've been checking out a lot of these shows and it's just, it's just very interesting. And that's why we have this show because people just do not have any idea what it takes to put on a show. It just takes so much with that being said, you know, Manny and I usually meet on Sundays. We usually meet every Sunday at nine o'clock to go over what's been going on or whatever, but I had stuff to do today. So we met yesterday, Saturday, and it was um, very positive. You know, uh, Santiago, Giovanni Santiago, who's helping us now as far as like he's, you know, um, doing the music and doing the lights and doing flyers for us and stuff like that. He he met with us and we made a concerted effort to to really, you know, put the end all be all into this this next show because it's going to be huge. You know, it's the finals for the first annual uh, first ever and annual Pistol Pete Memorial Tag Team Tournament. And a lot of people have seen some of the promos that we shot uh, at the old Metroflex gym with Tony and Sean. And then, of course, Fletcher Fugaz and Guyam. So that being said, uh, we 
talked about we got to go down Thursday to the new place just to do the walkthrough because it's so big and it's so different. This one's going to be actually inside, and we're going to have the big lights, you know, and the, and the fog. It's going to be a whole production. We're really putting a, a big effort into this since this is the big end all to be all go home show. So. Don't forget, it's going to be Sunday, November 21st. It's going to be at the new Metroplex, uh, Metroplex Gym in the city of Hawaiian Gardens. Uh, you know, I, like a silly me, I was so busy writing down everything that I got going on. I didn't write the, the address down for that. Uh, it's on Carson Street. It's just past the uh, Hawaiian Gardens Casino, so I'll make sure and put that up as soon as we go to the first break. So that's what we did. Uh, we met for quite some time yesterday, really putting it all together, and, and that's Part of the reason why I went to the UEW show, because Sean Black was on that card, Tony Reyes was on that card, you know, a lot of the guys that are going to wrestle um, on this show were there, so just to come and support and see them, and I mean, I, I, I got to be honest, I had such a good time, I went in, when you get to be my age, and there's so much going on, plus, as you know, with, with my job, I'm constantly working, and got so much going on, so I, I really look forward to my days off, and you know, plus I'm an old man. And when Nicolette bought the tickets and she's like, hey, man, you know, we got front row and, you know, I really want to go check out this show because I heard about UEW and um, it's close. It's in Long Beach and let's go check it out. And I'm like, all right, cool. So we went and I, I really enjoyed myself. I really, I had a good time. It's cool now just to sit and, and relax and watch, watch uh, the show and you get to see, you know, these guys in action because you know when you're running a show or you're working a show you get to see bits and pieces or whatever you don't get to sit down and get the full effect so I, I really did enjoy that I'm looking forward to talking to Danielle Hernandez about that so we'll talk to her a little bit about that at about the 45 minute mark so don't forget uh, a few of the more uh, matches that have been announced for the big uh, November 21st show the the finals for the Pistol Pete Memorial uh, Tag Team Gen- uh Championship. It's going to be Drew Masters and Cuisital Cortele. They're going to wrestle Ruben Iglesias and Alas de Oro. That's a big mixture of, you know, some American wrestlers, Japanese strong style, and of course, uh, Lucha Libre with Alas de Oro. He stepped up, man. I mean, I got to tell you, we, we, I had a match with him at Lucha Libre Alliance two weeks ago, three weeks ago for, for Gayam's promotion. And he, he, I gotta be honest, man. He, he, he surprised me. I hit him with two pop-up uh, power bombs and he, he, he kept going, man. He kept coming. So I uh, said, man, let's, let's put him in that, let's put him in that semi. I think he's going to, he's going to give them a good match. So we look forward to that again. Drew Masters and Cuisital Portele going to go up against Alas de Oro and, Ruben Iglesias, so make sure you check that out. The third uh, match before intermission has been changed a couple of times. There's there's a lot going on with that, so well, I got to wait to put that because you know we've had to move some people around because there's going to be two shows that are going to be running on the same, actually three. So we're running up against two shows on that same day. So some of the guys asked if we could put them on early because they're going to do double duty, which I absolutely have no problem with. So. In the second match, it's going to be Freddie Flores and Freddie Helmuth. They're going to take on Uncle Chaz and I believe PVA, if I'm not mistaken. I Or it might be Maligno. Huh. How about I get my stuff together? Because I had to switch some people around. I had some last minute um, people come out. So I, as it looks right now, as I look at my paper, I got Freddie Flores and Freddie Helmuth versus Maligno and Uncle Chaz. So again, a big mixture of luchadores. Uh, I would put Freddie Flores and Freddie Helmuth as uh, sort of like, like a hardcore style mixed 
with some wrestling or whatever. So that that's going to be pretty cool. And in the opener, which I had to switch some people around because they got double duty, it's going to be Alexander Vega and Jason Green versus Guy Cool. And I believe it's Captain Corona. Put that in. Yes, it's going to be Captain Corona. So we'll, 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 the full card, as soon as I get that thing set in stone, I sent everything over to um, – to, the printer so that we can get all the flyers and everything made up, but that's what it looks like right now. That third match, I'll make sure I have it. I know for sure the Unholy is booked in that, and of course, Mr. California and Mr. Um, work in Progress. I just got that uh, last person that I'm trying to work on getting in there because, of course, that, and that's what we're going to talk to, to Danielle from UEW about. What happens, you know, people drop out. People, not because, you know, they say, like, I don't want to wrestle. It's just other things happen. They got other commitments or something comes up or whatever. And you have to start switching people around, which I don't mind. And I'm sure she doesn't. But when it's at the last minute, which I've had people come up an hour, listen to that, an hour before the show starts, that they're not going to make it. And that's what sucks. And that kills us. So don't forget, big show, November 21st is the end all be all. It's the finals for the UWC Pistol Pete Memorial Tag Team Tournament. If you went to the first shows, you saw how, how they got there. And in the finals for that trophy is going to be uh, Gayam and La Flecha Fugaz versus Sean Black and Tony Reyes. It's going to be huge. You know, if you've seen the promos, you know what, what's going on. They're still putting a lot of stuff together and cutting it up. But I showed you the uncut versions on my social media and all that. So we definitely look forward to that. I mean, it's really we're really putting forth a concerted effort to make that show huge. And I think it's, it's, it's there. It's there. Definitely going to be a good product. We're, we're actually working on, you know, some stuff for the family. If you want to get the family package, you know, where you get, you know, uh, adult tickets, children's tickets with snacks and drinks and, you know, front row, we're still putting all that together. So as soon as we get all that set in stone, then we'll make sure and let everybody know exactly what's happening. So let's go ahead and take that first break, which you know is a long one. I'll get um, April, the Royal Hawaiian on the show. We'll start talking a little bit about that. So for the people listening to us on United Wrestling Council, UWC Radio, we'll be right back after this. Hang on, everybody.
Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. For the people listening, you're here. You're at UWC Radio. Don't forget, you can check out unitedwrestlingcouncil.com to get all the latest information, as well as checking out some of our sponsors, such as Paul's Photo. Far and away, Paul's Photo is the best store for all your camera needs. Located in the city of Torrance, they have the best prices and professional advice from beginner to pro. Still photos or video, Paul's Photo will take care of all your photo and video needs. Located at 23845 Hawthorne Boulevard in the city of Torrance. You can call Mark at 310-375-7014, and you can always go to paulsphoto.com. Paul's Photo, ready, willing, and able to help with all your camera needs. All right, then, make sure you check that out. I have the other one here. I'm telling you, man, I'm slacking. Uh, don't forget, you can also check out Yards After Contact. you got to check out Yards After Contact, apparel, clothing brand, and, of course, custom cornhole boards. Go to their Facebook page to check out some of the cool picks, especially the US, the UWC custom cornhole boards. You can also check that out on our social media. It's the hit. Every time we do a live broadcast, you know, we play Chop Trivia. We use those custom cornhole boards, and everybody really likes them. So make sure you check that out. And you can also check out... Uh, UWC t-shirts and golf shirts modeled by our own owner and proprietor of the United Wrestling Council, Manny Pinson. Yards After Contact is your number one source for apparel and custom cornhole boards. Check it out and get yours today. Yards After Contact is a proud sponsor of the UWC radio. Make sure you check those out, man. Of course, those are always, I don't know if it's so much the cornhole boards, but people get chopped. But let's give April a call because I got a lot I want to talk to her about and I want to make sure I give her enough time. So that button right there, and we'll be good to go. Here we go. Hello? Hey, April, it's Faviano. You're live on UWC Radio. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hello, Real quick for the people listening to us, you're here, you're at UWC Radio. Don't forget you can check out unitedwrestlingcouncil.com to get all the latest information, of course, for the big show that's coming up. But on the line with us right now, um, we were supposed to get her on last week, but, you know, due to circumstances beyond our control, such as me talking too much, we had to wait and get her on today, which is good because I want to make sure I give people enough time so that we can get what we want to get done. But uh, April, Royal Hawaiian, how are you? How are you How are you doing now? Because I, I know the yeah. Dodger game is on and everybody's dying. They're, and they're everybody's asking. Yeah. You're actually yeah. doing an interview during the Dodger game? And I said, you know what? It was set up already. I didn't know the Dodgers were going to play today. So, yeah. you know, it's okay. Yeah. And, and I have it on too, and, and, and I had to turn it off because I get distracted. You know what I mean? Because, you know, they start leaving yeah. people on base and it comes into a big mess. But, you know, real quick, I got to tell you, you know, um, I've been wrestling for a long time. And, you know, of course, everybody knows about GLOW. Everybody knows these gorgeous ladies of wrestling. And I, I was a huge fan. For for some reason, um, um, we're going to talk about, about that and get into the business and stuff like that. But I was such a fan. I thought that Arlene and Phyllis were so funny that I, the housewives that I, I, I had, I, I had two, two dogs and, and this is when I was young and I was living with my mom and I was working at Jemco at a store and I named them Arlene and Phyllis just cause it was oh just, they were so annoying. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so, you know, fast forward, uh, when Manny and I first decided to, to start to start doing this, well, Manny took over the, the United Wrestling Council from Pistol Pete, who was 
huge back in the day, and he was a big um, advocate for women's wrestling. And we we talk a lot about that too. You know, he would always say, "Hey, you know, they they can go." He 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 told us that most of the women wrestled with a chip on their shoulder because they felt like they always had something to prove. He goes, "That's why I booked them because they're you know they're so uh, wanting to to prove themselves or whatever that they put on a good show. And sometimes they'll start potatoing each other. And you know, so this is way this is nineteen. I can't remember when it was uh, ninety four. Yeah, and so, oh, so when, talk, oh. talk, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that because uh, you know that's how he 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 taught us and that's how he told us you know that that's why he books them. Um, it, was it kind of like that when you were getting into the glow, or does it was it like more of like an entertainment type of thing? Uh, more, well, more you know what for me, it based. was it started out as you know from the entertainment side because right. I knew nothing about wrestling. So the only thing I knew about wrestling was collegiate wrestling, like in high school that my friends used to do. You know, that yeah. was about it. I didn't know anything about, you know, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant and all, you know, WWF and all that. I knew nothing. And so when they did this call, it was basically an open call in Hollywood. And they didn't say what it was. They just said it was for a pilot. And they wanted um, all different girls from all walks of life, different shapes, colors, entertainment. So there were actresses, dancers, singers, models, um, cheerleaders, uh, athletes, and anything you could think of because it was an open call. And so I went to that audition in Hollywood at the Hyatt Hotel and had no idea what I was walking into. And there was a thousand girls and there was a ring in the middle of the room. And they said, (laughs) okay, well, you're all here for a female women's wrestling show. We're filming the pilot, and we're going to try and – and a third of the girls got up and left. <laughs> and I was there because, you know, I, I I was an actress. I was a dancer and a model, and that's what I was pursuing. I was 21 years old, and I thought, you know what? I'm here. I'm going to see what it's about. And I was a cheerleader in high school, and I was an athlete. I was a tomboy. I grew up between two brothers, and everything they did, I did better, you know. And so yeah. I said, this is right up my alley. I'm going to see what it's about. and then they basically got us in the ring and asked us to tumble who could do somersaults and who could, you know, show us what you can do. And I was a cheerleader. So, you know, I, I used to do all that kind of stuff. And so out of the thousand girls, they were looking for 12 girls to do the pilot. And they basically had an idea of the girls, the characters that they were looking for. And then um, the trainer, of course, I know you had Mondo on last week. And Mondo Guerrero was the trainer. And so they narrowed it down. They had other auditions, but the particular one that I went to, myself and Hollywood, one of the other girls that's still wrestling today, um, along with Cheryl. You had Cheryl on last week, Cheryl uh-huh. And so her and I were at that same interview, but uh, we both got selected, and then there were 10 other girls. And so they originally narrowed it down to, oh, I don't know, about 40, 50 girls, and then Mondo started to train us all and we were at the wrestling uh, at the gym and then he'd show us and they'd lead out girls and you know some of the girls get it some couldn't and you know some they just you know weren't even interested after seeing what what we had to do and then some (laughs) girls were kind of messing around and and one day Mondo grabbed one of the girls and put her in a sleeper hold and knocked her out you know and he's serious (laughs) you know he was like hey you know what you need to pay attention if you don't pay attention, you're not going to see what we're doing. You're going to do something wrong. Someone's going to get hurt. He put that girl out, knocked her. She fell on the floor, and everybody just stopped. 
And they're like, oh, my God, this is serious stuff, you know. Yeah. And so we did a sound. So we ended up with 12 of us, and he trained us. And, um, you know, he's awesome. I mean, he, he you know, that's, that's who I learned everything from. And then um, after we did the pilot, it sold. And then I ended up being one of the trainers for season one. So myself and Americana, who were both mm-hmm. trained by Mondo Guerrero. So we trained the new girls that were coming in for season one. And then that's how that went. So I, I actually was the Royal Hawaiian, and I was the first heel that was the glow champ. And right. um, I held the, the longest. And um, and then after um, after that, I also uh, played a second character. I played one of the hooded characters, the Sarah and Mabel tag team. So I was Sarah, and I wore one of the hooded masks, and nobody knew who I was. <laughs> I didn't know that, but after all these years, so many people have asked, who, who was that? And I said, you know, I played that second character. And they're like, you're kidding. So it was it – was, it, you know, I mean, we, we didn't know what to expect. And being that I didn't have wrestling background, I kind of had to just go with it and, and just see what it was going to be like. You know, I mean, we had no idea where it was going to go. I mean, we had, um, you know, the the expert or the one who had all the ideas was David McLean. It was his, he was the producer and uh, Matt Simber was our director. And so um, he today, you know, he's got WOW coming out. We're excited about that next year. But you know, he, yeah. he had a great idea, and um, he knew what he wanted, and we tried to do it and, you know, ended up being successful after our first season. You know, it was sold all over the country, all over the world. I mean, people were watching us everywhere. There was nothing like it. Um, at the beginning, yeah, you know, uh, people were like, oh, well, what is this? And we had all the, you know, the skits and the, the music videos and the rapping and all that, which was added, and the people liked it, you know. Um yeah. We used to get the guys, the guys from WWF used to say, oh, we can't talk to you. Vince tells us we can't talk to the glow girls, you know, uh-huh. like, oh, okay, what? you know, I said, but now look at today, they're doing all the stuff that we did 35 years ago, you know, right. and I just went to an event a couple of weeks ago and sat with uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine and Jake the Snake, and they were cracking me up because guess who Jake the Snake's favorite is? is the the housewives he was telling me all about them <laughs> it was a crack up you know having listening yeah. to this you know icon of wrestling telling me about oh i used to watch glow and my favorites were the housewives and you know telling me all about their skits or they used to wear the cold cream and had the plunger and yeah. this and that yeah. and you know it was it was crazy just listening to uh some of these guys that i, I talked to um uh oh what's his name uh I can't think of his name. I'm just anyway. One of the one of the current guys. He's still wrestling today in Impact, and he was telling me, "Oh yeah, I was a big fan of wrestling." So it was really, it's really kind of neat to hear hear it from the men that they used to watch us and you know thought it was good, you know. But you know, yeah. we've always we've always been uh, talked about like, oh well, they don't know what they're doing, or they're really not wrestlers, and this and that. Well. You know what? I got trained by one of the best, the Guerrero Dynasty, you know, and he, he taught us well. Now, what happened after that? I mean, for me, my career was short-lived because I got hurt. So, that, you know, there's nothing that can, you know, stop that. I mean, it was I, – I did good for the time that I was there. I, I loved it. I had a lot of fun. Uh, everybody asked, would I do it again? Absolutely. It was just the best time, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, where, where wrestling is today for women – you know, it's awesome, you know, watching today, yeah. watching Charlotte and, and Bianca Belair. And I'm happy that 
Tessa Blanchard is now back out and going to come back out with WOW, even after all her controversy. But, you know, so it's been it's been a, a great experience. And even 35 years later, here we are talking about it on the radio. So it's yeah. crazy. Well, well yeah. that's, what set, that's what set the mark, you know, was GLOW. But, you know, I, a couple of questions I wanted to ask you just about women in the business. Back then, since it was just an all-woman organization, you know, did you did you run up against a little bit like you know, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. You know, with with some of the men, like you said, you they weren't allowed to talk to you guys. Did you run up against some of the men that were, you know what, your your stuff is crap. We're real wrestlers, blah blah. Did you run up against any of that? You know, or not, it was, yeah, go ahead. not not really. You know, we we did run you know, run up against some of them, you know, being in Vegas because the show was filmed in Vegas at the Riviera right. Hotel every Saturday. So a lot of the times when the wrestlers were in town and stuff, like, you know, we were told, you know, kayfabe and, and, and that we're not supposed to be hanging out with the other girls since I was the bad of dads. But, you know, we tried to do all of that as much as possible. And then sometimes when the guys would come in town, like I remember one time we went out and party with the, with the, uh, what is it? The, um, uh, Swan, oh God, I know this is going to be terrible. The the guys from Australia, the Aussie guys, the swashbucklers. Is that what they're called? I'm just having, I'm so uh, brain dead right now. But the, when when the, some of them the bushwhackers, down, you know, the bushwhackers. There you go. Yeah. You know why I get you know why I get away from that name is my name used to be Buckwhack and everybody used to call me Bushwhack and so I get it's it's a it's a mental thing with me. That's that's them. I, I mean, we partied with them, you know, one night when they were in town. So, you know, we we did get, you know, um, recognition from them. But I, I don't think they really, you know, do a lot of negative to us. But I know uh-huh. they used to get hassled because back then Vince didn't like us. You know, he was like, yeah, oh, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk to those glow girls. And, you know, he didn't really approve of us. And, and there's some of the some of the early on women's wrestlers, um, that are still wrestling today, there's a couple that always badmouthed us on interviews and stuff and would say, oh, well, the Gold Girls, they're not real wrestlers. They, yeah. they're, they're not real. You know, it was a TV show, and it was like, well, you know what? We, we didn't, it was a TV show, but we didn't film like a TV series or a movie. We had live shows that ran from beginning to end. There was no cutting. There was no editing, you know, stopping and going and it was a full show just like any other wrestling show you know so it wasn't like you know we were doing a movie and they said okay cut redo this no it was a full-on show you know we had an audience there and everything so you know it was I mean I think today um, I think people recognize what we did back then but we didn't know what we were doing back then you know um, (laughs) to actually you know, I mean, who knew, like I said, 35 years later, because this is our 35th anniversary this year. Um, right. A couple of weeks ago was our 35th anniversary from our first episode on TV. And so, you know, who knew that we'd be talking about this 35 years later? But now, you know, people are telling us, well, you know, you guys really need to be given some credit because you were the trailblazers. There weren't women wrestling in a league or, you know, there were, there was a, a, a female match here, a female match there, but um, it, it was pretty much the, the women's matches came on so you can go get your beer or refresh your popcorn or whatever. But now yeah. you've got all women's, you know, uh, shows all together. You, you got them headlining 
and you know it's it's a big deal and these these women are awesome you know i mean they're doing some crazy stuff that you know i look at it and i say you know what there's no way i would be doing all this stuff <laughs> watching scarlet flair flipping the ring above the the ropes you know and flipping yeah. and doing all you know it, it's crazy or bianca blair and the stuff she does with lifting up the girls and, and double slamming them on a table and you know stuff like that is crazy so you know yeah. i i give them credit and it's awesome you know i think it's off they're finally getting you know uh their due credit for all the hard work and everything because you know they're amazing so i i'm excited i i try and step on it as much as i can i i, I agree it's it you guys you know set the bar in regard of what people say or whatever like you said you you get you know regardless of you think it's acting blah 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 you know we, we do get in there and injury it's it's kind of like the bull riding it's not if you're going to get hurt it's when but real quick i got i'm running up against the break real quick can, can you can you hang on during the because um, there's a couple more things i want to talk to you about yeah no problem i'm in okay. no rush and real quick for the people listeners um april's going to be at the PPU ultra which is uh, huge. I've been to a couple of those shows. They are amazing. It's going to be Friday, October 22nd. She'll be signing with, with the other people from 530 to 730. So if you want to check it out, it's the ILWU Memorial Hall. It's at 231 West C Street in Winting, California. I highly re- recommend that you go because it's a whole thing. Everybody there signing. You know, if you look as I posted that she was going to be, she has like the trading cards and the eight by tens. You can take a picture and everything like that. So make sure you get that out. Uh, that's uh, PCW Ultra Friday, October 20th. We'll make sure we keep everybody updated on that our social media so you can go check out April Royal. Hang on, I'm going to take a quick I'm going to be right back after this. Hang on, everybody. Okay. April, how do you pronounce your last name? Because I don't want to butcher it. Com. H O M. Com. Like Com. Perfect. Perfect. You're here. You're at UWC Radio. Don't forget, you can check out unitedwrestlingcouncil.com. And we're going to April Hom, known as the Royal Hawaiian. You know, Manny, uh, when he took over the company, he bought it out from Pistol Pete, and he, re, you know, puts a concerted effort out to, to hit all these, like, you know, he went to the signing that you did out there by LAX and, and everything. And when he came back, you know, when we meet every Sunday to to get everything set. He said, you know, I really want to get these girls on because, you know, they, they set the bar and, and they, you know, really uh, brought it to the forefront, women's wrestling and all that. So make, make sure you get them on. Now, with that being said, okay, this is, this is a couple questions I want to uh, 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 get at you. When you went to the Cauliflower Alley Club, I saw a picture on your Facebook with um, Sylvia Munoz, who's married to, um, to Joey, who runs Santino Brothers. Now, back in the day, 
I was I was working, you know, out here in L.A., you had to learn to Lucha Libre because it, there, was, there wasn't that many American shows, but there was a ton of Lucha shows. So she was on the road. She paid – there's nobody in this business that I know that's paid more dues than her. She was everywhere. And I would always see her at the shows, and she was always nice to me. And, you know, we were always talking really cool. But she went through a lot because back then there was no separate locker rooms for male and, and female. And, and, you know, the way some of these talked to, to – well, first of all, it was Sylvia, so she right back to him. You know what I mean? She didn't right. She didn't take that from anybody. But I, you know, personally, maybe it's me because, you know, I have, I've been married forever and I have two daughters. And, you know, plus now my daughter's into and all that. I didn't like that. You know, I was always uh, against that. Now, did you did you grow up against any of that at all while you were – I mean, no, even today, I do a signing or anything? No, because my, my experience was totally with Glow. And Sylvia, you know, she's been around the business for a long time. She's a sweetheart. I love her and Joey. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, um, she she's probably paid way, way more dues than probably anybody. She's been doing so much in the business. But mm-hmm. I, fortunately, didn't have to, to deal with that. Now, recently, um, I managed a director, Otto Von Kutch, who's now mm-hmm. been locally in um here in the la area we used to do a lot with jesse hernandez and just different shows here locally um but in in looking at working with him we had to do stuff with the the you know mixed locker rooms like you know if they, if they needed to they put the girls in a different room and stuff like that but you're still yeah. in you know back in the dressing rooms and stuff you're you're still with everybody so you right. kind of have to deal with you know the mix of the personalities and the men and the women and stuff like that. But for me, when I was a wrestler, um, I didn't have to you know, deal with that. So that's, that's a good thing for me. I know that a lot of the wrestler with female wrestlers in the early days did have to deal with that being on the road and there weren't that many. So, you know, you were joining the boys club, you know, so, yeah. you know, you had to deal, you know, uh, sharing locker rooms and, you know, getting into the, the feel of, of, of the pre-show with, with the guys in the back. But, no, I didn't have to deal with any of that. So, luckily for me, yeah. my experience has been, you know, a good one. And even today, you know, dealing with, um, you know, being on the road sometimes and going to different shows with auto, it's really good. The, the guys are really respectful, and I've had nothing but good, you know, a good experience. So, oh, yeah. um, well, I I'm sorry. I got to get, because I'm running up against, I got to get, this is this is why I bring this up. It's just, because, you know, I see, I, I'm not too, like, I don't know you as a person. I, you know, just from what Manny's told me and what we're talking about here, but you seem like a pretty, you know, a person, pretty strong, you know, and, 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 you know, hey, this is what I did and I enjoyed it. If you don't like it, I'm sorry, blah, 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 whatever. But I, I get a lot of slack. You know, on this, and, and just give me your on this real quick, real quick for the people listening. You're here at UWC, and we're talking to April Home, uh, better known as the Royal Hawaiian from her glow days, and she's got a big signing coming up at CW Ultra. I'll make sure I give this at the end. But uh, real quick, I get a lot, a little bit of slack from this, so I just want to get your your thoughts. On this uh, real quick. Hang on a second. I got, I got to go see what's going on here. Hold on, let's. Okay. Hey, caller, are you there? Hello. Hey, are you there? You're live on UDC Radio. Can you hear me? Uh, yes. Yes, I can hear you guys. Did you, have, did you have a question for April, the Royal Hawaiian? 
Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm Harkov. Hi, bro, it's Juan. Hi, Juan. How you doing? How you doing? Good, How you doing? Thanks for calling Pretty in. Pretty good. I'm sure I'm excited for these other shows. What's that? Exciting for the other shows. Yes, exciting for uh, the shows coming up, and then uh, we're going to work with uh, the um, the uh, Pistol Pete Memorial, so that'll be on uh, November 21st, so that's something here locally in L.A. people can come to as well. So, yeah, yes, lots I'm of gonna, stuff going on in the next Friday I'm as gonna, well. I'm, gonna, I'm sorry, I'm going to make sure and announce that at the end of the show, but real quick, since we have one on the line, is this because, you know, Mondo's going to be at this show, too. He's going to um, present with Pistol Pete Jr. the trophy. Is this going to be the first time that you've seen yeah. Mondo since back in the day, or have you have you kept in touch with uh, him? No, I've seen him a couple times um, at um, different things, but I haven't seen him for a while, probably uh, for a couple of years. I know I saw him during our, um, our reunion um, that we had in the premiere for our documentary, and then right. at one of the other, um, not I don't know if it was Comic-Con or something else, but um, I've seen it recently, so yeah, but not uh, probably not for maybe a couple a couple years. But I have seen him. It's not not I, it's not been thirty five years. It's only been well, a few years. Yeah. <laughs> well, to our caller Juan, are you are you in, yes. in the area? Are you, uh, you going to be able to maybe hit up either that one show that's going to be in Hawaiian Gardens or the, maybe the PCW Old um, Mixed? Are you going to be able to attend any of those? Um, how to come? How to come? I'm pretty sure I'm coming. I'm pretty sure I am. Um, I'm how to call April. Um, how to call? What do you think of the scrapbook that I showed you last night? The page. Oh, it's good. He he's going to be at all of the events on the. Um, he's promoting Glow and Wow. Wow is we've been waiting a long time for Wow to come back out, and we just had that announcement yeah. of uh, David McLean and Jeannie Bus announcing um, the return of Wow next year in the fall. So. We're excited about that, but Juan, Juan is one of our super our super fans. So well, that's he, good. He's always, yeah, he always tunes in and follows us and and everything. So he's he's a, a great help. So hey, thanks well, Juan, for calling. Yeah, we we appreciate you calling in, and if, please, if you come to these one of these signings or whatever, make sure you come up and say hi to her as well as me, man. It's good to meet you. Glad that you called. So real quick, I gotta I gotta uh, let you go because I got one more question. I run out of the class for one. Okay, we no appreciate problem. you calling. Hey, man, we look forward to seeing you. Hopefully, we'll see you at one of these things. All right, man. Okay. All right, you can. You got it. Later. R- real quick. <clears throat> Here's the thing that I want to run by you. I get a little bit of slack because uh, I'm going to give you, for instance, uh, like China. You know, she was, you know, we talk about a trendsetter. I mean, she really went and kind of put like women's wrestling on the map as far as like going against the men or WWE and having the physique. And really, you know, she really blossomed into one of the, the, the major players. You know, so when everything kind of went down and she got released and everything, uh, you know, I kind of I'm not going to say that I don't feel sorry for her because I know people go through things. You know, I get that. But to me, I thought, man, I wish you would have just said, you know what? Yeah, this is what happened to me. Don't matter. I'm going here. I'm going to go to Japan and I'm going to show people this is what I can do or I'm going to, you know, uh, venture off into a different biz- type of business and show people or whatever, but she kind of went the other way. 
you know, um, it, with, the, with the drugs and stuff like that, which, which can happen. But to me, in this business, th- this, is, this is what everybody strives for. You know, this is why everybody's in line to get WWE. And, and it's like basketball. There's maybe one in 200 or whatever thousand people that make it in the NBA. It's the yep. same with wrestling. You know, and she was there. She was at the pinnacle of where you want to be in this sport. So I just wanted her to, to just say, hey, that, that's a setback. No big deal. I'm going to be, be even better. But it kind of went the other way. So the people who are trying to get to that point, it was like, man, this is what I want. And you kind of threw it away or whatever. So a lot of people will say that's messed up. You don't know what she went through. Yeah, I get that. But look where you were. You know, give me your thoughts on that. You think I'm wrong for saying that? No, you know, I, 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 for one, I mean, I've been an athlete my whole life. So I look at athletes and when they take, you know, they, they get to the fork in the road and they take the wrong turn. Well, you know, that's a bad call because you know what, you're fortunate, you're, you're, you're talented. You've had the opportunity to be in, in the spotlight or the top of your game. And then you go do something like that. You know, it happens, but guess what? You got to get back up and get back on course and either straighten up or hit the road, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. I, I'm one who I, I just, I hate to see athletes that are stupid and do stupid things like drinking and driving or beating up their wife. Right. Or, you know, and all this nonsense, when you are at the top of three that you're in or the sports that you're in, and then you do that nonsense, you know, you make these <laughs> wrong moves and I get that people make mistakes, well, then you know what, you need to recover. And, you know, unfortunately for me, I was one who would have loved to have an opportunity to go to WWF, which we had Tina Ferrari, who was our girl in GLOW, who was Ivory in WWF. And, you know, everybody said, well, would you have gone? I said, you know what, I would have tried and I would have pursued it as far as I could had I not gotten hurt. Um, but but with my injury, the doctors said, you know, if you plan to have a baby and you plan to have kids or you want a family, we suggest Gotta you stop. stop. And, yeah. and, and that's what they recommended. And I said, you know what? I was 22, 23. You know, I, I wanted, I, I didn't know what I wanted at that point as it is. Heck, I didn't get married till I was 31. I didn't have my son till I was 33. So yeah. I wasn't ready at that. Time. But when they told me that, I said, you know what? Yeah, I get it. You know, I, I'm I'm not in a position to continue doing this because it's going to affect, it was my back, you know. So, and I, right. to be honest, now I'm dealing with severe sciatica as we speak. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I've am i had a bout with this for the last four months. I've, I've tried everything. Uh, my normal mm-hmm. regimen is acupuncture and um, aqua, aqua therapy. Right. And yeah. um, with COVID, COVID jacked me up. And so... I've done everything from acupuncture to chiropractic to I'm, I'm not a drug. I'm not a pill popper. So I've yeah. done everything else under the sun, you know? So for me, you know, had it been me and I was China, you know what? I would have chalked it up to making a bad decision and try and, you know, make it straight and, you know, and, and get back, back, get back into it, get clean and, and, and go for it. Because, you know, she, she was at the top. I mean, she was it, yeah. you know, and then, you it know, just, to do that, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's sad when you see those kind of things because there's so much potential, but if it's not in yeah. them, then you know what, you know, they take, yeah. they take the, the other road and, and it doesn't work out. But I wish I hadn't gotten hurt because who knows what, I, you yeah. know, where I could have gone. But, you know, I looked at it and <laughs> there was a reason and, and look at me today. I mean, I haven't had problems for a while, but right now I'm dealing with it. So, um, you, know, you know, the injury was it, serious enough. 
everybody talks about the devil. I, I do too, and I called out on it one time too because I'm always saying, oh, you know what? I don't even watch WD anymore. It's watered down, and they don't know what they're doing. And, and somebody called me out on it. And, hey, look, man, if they called you tomorrow and said, hey, man, we want to use you as a manager, and you you would be on that first plane. And I thought, yeah, you're right. You know, that's where I, that's where everybody wants to be. I've you know, yeah. Well, what's really What's really crazy is, is when I left Glow, I left and never went back, which, you know, the thing that was so dumb is, you know, hindsight, here we are 35 years later again. Why didn't I go back and why didn't I do a manager? Nobody said we only had to have two managers, a good girl and a bad girl manager. I could have done commentary. I could have interviews. You know, there was a whole, you know, but but we weren't thinking of that then, right? I mean, we didn't know how this was going to, you know, go into a second and a third and a fourth season and become this hit show and everything. But, you know, we look at it hindsight and look at all the stuff that's going on now within the wrestling industry, all the different things that you could do. You could be one of the girls on the side doing the inter- interviews with the wrestlers before the, their matches and after their matches and then during or, you know, all the different things, but you know what? We didn't know, so I just I basically ended my career and and you know did something completely different. I went and decided to you know get a regular job. I worked for the airlines for 25 years and traveled all over and you know did all kind of fun stuff. And then you know later on this came back, and so now we're just trying to keep you know glow alive with trying to promote the brand. And um, our goal is still I'm tr- still trying to work on getting a a four-season DVD box set because there is nothing on DVD to buy of our show. You oh, can't wow. Get any yeah, so that's, that's well, really like the the thing that all the fans would do. If I had them in my car right now, I'd be sold out every day that I would <laughs> have them in my car. You know, that's the degree of every time I talk to someone, they're like, hey, do you know where I can get this? Nope, there isn't anything. You know, yeah. so well, it's, it's especially unfortunate. With you. And with you going out and doing all these things on all the signings and all that, it'd be nice if you had those, you know, to, to oh, if they were selling, selling them. I so selling people a, would know. a million of them, let me tell you. Yeah. Good. It's like the, well, the fans want it. And, you know, we get at all, all these signings and shows that we do, um, we get first, second, and third generation Glow fans, believe it or oh, not. Oh, yeah. So we get yeah. that come up to you know, I, I, you're making a, a little boy's dream come true. I was eight years old when I was watching you, and here I am talking to you, and, and I got kids into it, and then my grandkids. And so we'll be at a show at a Comic-Con somewhere, and, you know, and, and there's the, the grandpa, the, the, the son, and then the daughter or whatever. It's awesome to see the fans, yeah, but, you know, so. That's that's what it's all about. I mean, that's what it's all about when people say that you it's got to make you happy. But real quick for the people listening, make sure you check it out. If you if you could check her out at PC Deb, she's gonna be there. She'll be signing of all her all her uh, and everything. Make sure you check it out. And of course, she'll be with us at the big show November twenty first. We'll keep everybody up to date of where those are gonna be and where you can go see her with the address and everything. So we highly recommend that you come down and check it out. Hey, you know what? It was great to put you. I look forward to seeing you. It's nice to. Thank November we have we have LA Comic Con December third through the fifth also. So that's another local that's the big show that we do every year is LA Comic Con at the convention center. But we'll talk and I'll get to see you and thanks for having me on. 
doing the, the events on the 21st. And uh, anybody that has any info, they can look me up on Facebook or on Instagram and, um, you know, send me a, a message and what have you, and I'll get back to you guys. And we'll make sure to give that at the end of the show here, too, so everybody can see. A million thank yous for coming on to me. I'm no running problem. up against the Go on forever. You know what I mean? There's so much to talk about. Okay. But for the people listeners, make sure you check out April Hong, Royal Hawaiian. We'll be right back at the main. Thank you. We'll talk to you. Thanks a lot. Aloha. You know, when we have people like April Holm on, you know, former Glow Girl, and of course we had um, Cheryl Lightning Russo, it's cool, you know, to have them on the air, but I'm limited on time, so it's nice if you can come down, take some time to talk, take a picture and all of it, it's really cool, so make sure you check it out. Um, Real quick for the people listeners, don't forget you're here, you're at United Wrestling Council, uh, UW Radio, you can check out UWC United, I'm sorry, unitedwrestlingcouncil.com. Let's give Danielle Hernandez a call because we've got so much to talk about. And, you know, I, I like to give the people enough time. To we had to push April back till, till today so that we could have time to be able to talk. Hello. Hey, Danielle, it's uh, Fabiano. You're live on UWC Radio. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Real quick for the people listeners, don't forget you can always go to unitedwrestlingcouncil.com to check out all the latest information, um, tickets and everything. If you want to check out the shows and, of course, check out some of those signings. But online with me right now, I, I got to tell you, real quick, Dale Hernandez, who is the president of the UEW, uh, I got to tell you, it takes it uh, it takes a lot for me to get out of the house. Okay, I'm 56 years old. I've had both hips replaced, and you know I work. Uh, uh, I've been in the in the medical business for almost 20 20 years. You know, so I look forward to my days off and all that. But but you know my daughter uh, Nicolette, she's been wrestling for about two years now. And we we're, were one of the promoters. Hey man, you know she brings up with your dad, and then it just blossoms from there. So recently, I've had some time, you know, to come check out some of these shows. She said, hey, man, uh, Sean's wrestling, Tony's wrestling, and I want to, you know, uh, Gino Rivera is coming back. I want to check that out. So I got some tickets, and I'm like, oh. At first, I was like, oh, man, it's my only day off or whatever. But I got to tell you, man, we went to the show, and I had one of the best times I ever had. You know, she she got the. You guys have the VIP experience, but then you can buy you know the first two rows for a certain amount or whatever. So we we bought the first two rows. Well, she did, and we sat right up front. So it was one of the few times that I got to actually go sit down, relax, have something to drink, and watch the whole show. So there's a ton of things I want to talk about. Okay, because for this show right here, this is what it's all about. You know, people just finish product. They don't see what or hear about what goes into it. So, you know, when I set up my hat on the show and I wanted to talk to you and everything, you know, I got to start doing some research, you know. And I can see, you know, it, it, people think that you just rent a ring, you get the wrestlers, bam, and you put on the show. But there's so much more. 
that goes into it. So real quick, before we talk a little bit about, tell me, tell me what. First of all, I I work a couple of different companies doing radio shows and helping book and stuff like that. What got you into that? Because I mean, it runs you ragged. What what made you decide to do something like that? Um. Well, I started out going to shows, and then um, I loved it so much. I went to wrestling school. I became a referee. Did that for five years, and then just decided that, well, not just that, I have MS and I have fibromyalgia. So being in the ring is not like the best idea for somebody in my condition. So I decided I work management. I'm really good at managing people. So I want to take over the company and do what, do what I do best. Right. Well, here's the thing, like, like I was saying before, you know, when when you when you're gonna do a show, you know, like I said, people think it's just rent the ring. You you book the wrestler and you do the show. But he, here's the problems because wrestling for years, and now that I'm on the tail end of my career, clearly I can pick you know the, the shows that I want to do because I can't. There's no way that I could do. I used to, you know back in the day we were wrestling on Friday and Saturday, sometimes twice on Sunday. But now if, if, if I, there's no way I could do like a show on Saturday and Sunday. There's no way. It gotta be at least a week or so in between. So when I started working with, with like Manny and a bunch of different people do, putting shows together, I, I got to be honest with you, it's a pain in the ass because you know you, you gotta you, you gotta you know negotiate with the venue. Hey man, you know if we do this, well, you want to take a percentage of the, of the of the door, or do you want us to pay you outright or whatever? Then you gotta to talk to your person. Well, bring my book somewhere else or you know, whatever. So you you, you gotta take care of that. And then my problem, and I'll, I'll pose this question to you. This is what kills me. I have a show that's ready, and I have everybody booked, and we're we're just. You know, everything's set in stone, and we got the flyers printed and everything. Somebody gets injured or somebody can't make. So now, now you're rushing around to try to find somebody to replace. So you personally, I mean, I, I don't like to bring somebody on stand because I just don't want to waste somebody's time. So what do you do? I mean, do you just switch the car at the last minute, or, or is there something that you do to, to take care of that, or how, how would you take care of something like that? Well, I mean, usually – I have people that I know I can count on. If I have a spot come available, I can contact them. Um, we always have quite a few guys that show up with their gear just in case. Um, and those guys have saved my tail a couple of times, to be completely honest. So it all works out in the end. That's all. I, it always works out in the end. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. People just don't – and then – I get this a lot too. So a couple of people didn't show up, and I've had I've had people call me an hour before the show starts. Hey man, I'm sorry I can't make it or whatever. I'm like, all right, no problem. I know people have lives and it, and it happens or whatever. But then I have people said you were going to have such and such on, and it, and I'm like, you know, that's why we put cards subject to change. You never know what's going to happen with these people. Now I've had that happen. Have you ever had anything else happen like with the venue? Like, let's say you have an outside show and it starts to rain and, you know, have you ever had anything like that happen to you or so far it's just, it's just been pretty. We, we, we did have a show. It was supposed to rain uh, two years ago. And luckily the venue that we were at, um, they let us move inside. <laughs> it costs a little bit more, but you know, we work with what we got and you do what you got to do to make sure that show can go on. Yeah. See, that's, 
that's one more thing people don't understand. You know, you, you, you never know what's going to happen, and it might cost you a little bit more or whatever. So, you know, real quick for the people listening to you here, you're at UWC Radio, and we're talking to Danielle Hernandez, president of the UEW. I want to talk a little bit about the show, but we're just kind of getting into that because we're talking about, you know, what it takes to put on a show and, and stuff like that. Now, this is and, – and I'm just going to be honest with you. You know, I'm, I'm just going to be brutally honest. I, I personally – to me, I'm, I'm old, you know, and, and you know, body's starting to break down, which it's been broken down for a while. The, the reason I stay in this business and the reason why, because, like, two days before the ship start getting calls, you know, from different people, we have a bad problem of running up against other shows. So one of the guys will call go, hey, look, man, I'm going to be at this show. Can you put me on first match so that I can take it off and, and, and head over to this show, blah, 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 whatever. I mean, it's just constant. My phone's just ringing, especially those last few days, okay? I'm, I'm, I got a family. I got the job that I have. Sometimes I'm on call. I got to go leave at midnight to go, you know, do a case, blah, 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 whatever. But the reason I do it, the reason why I, I'm still in the business is because a lot of these wrestlers, okay, let's put it this way. There's something I've known for a long time, and they've always been good to me. I want to make sure they have a place to work. And then there's some of these younger guys that are so hungry. You know, and they'll call me and go, hey, man, I'll, I'll wrestle, you know, whatever you want me to do, whoever you want me to wrestle, whatever you got for me, bro, if you just give me the chance, you know, I went. so so I do it for them, you know, because I was at that point, you know, at one time, I was just looking for a place where I could shine and hone my skills and stuff like that. So even though, you know, it's it's such a hassle and it's so hard and it takes a lot out of you, just like you, sometimes you, you don't leave the venue till one o'clock in the morning, you know, and you got to go to work the next day. So that's why I do it. So, so is that what it is for you? You know, just the love of the business? Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't do it if I didn't love the business. Like it takes a lot. Cause I mean, we have our own ring. Um, we set everything up. I get there, you know, as early as 10 o'clock sometimes. And I don't leave, like you said, till one, two o'clock in the morning. Um, I get home, I don't get unloaded until 3 or 4 a.m., and then I have to be at work at 8 a.m. the next day. So, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> but, you know, it, when – okay, well, I'll, I'll just – not the, not just because you're on the show or whatever, not you know, but I'm just being honest. I've been – like – for always, uh, you know, I had a good time. I, I enjoyed the show. I and, and I'll be honest, I didn't think I was because I'm such a grumpy old man, and I had the day off, and you know, I just want to sit here or whatever. But then when my daughter's like, "No, I want to go check out the show," you know, I got us tickets. And I actually we left. I said, "Man, I had a good time. I really enjoyed the show." That is must make you feel good. You know what I mean? Because when that you know, that says a lot. It does. It really feels good. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it does. You, to you be completely honest. Because there's so many people that say, oh, you know, they should have done this, and somebody should have lit themselves on fire and all that. You know, I hear all that, but it's just, you know, honestly, I, I really enjoyed myself. And it's in this day and age, you know, with the curtain pulled back as much as it is or whatever, it, it, it's kind of uh, uh, makes you work a little bit more harder, you know, to get these people to it and get the fans and everything going. So quick, i got to take a quick break so I reset, but there's a couple of more questions I want to ask you. Can, you. can you hang on for about 15, 20 minutes? Oh. Of okay, course. Hang on. Be right back after mm-hmm. this with Daniel. Hang on, everybody.
ABC Radio, and we're talking to Danielle Hernandez from UEW, talking about the show that, that you know, go see and checked it out. And I, You know, that's really one of the first times that I've ever sat in the front row. When I go to, to shows, I usually sit towards the back and just kind of kind of kick back and observe. But this one was I actually got to sit in the front with my daughter and see the show from the, from the beginning to end. So I want to go over a couple of things, and, and then you just, you know, let me know. First of all, we got there. Um, the doors were supposed to open at 6.30. First match was supposed to go on at 7. So we got there about 6.15. We, we, got, we got in line at about 6.30, maybe 6.25 or whatever. So we're talking. You know, my daughter and I are talking and stuff like that. And then I turn around, and I see the line starting to build up behind me. Look at my watch. It's getting a little bit bigger whatever. Now I hear the people start complaining, hey, what's going on? You know, we, we should have, why are we not in? And, we, and being somebody who can put on shows, people just don't understand. You know, you could, we set a time, but there's a lot of things we want. Sometimes, you know, we're, we're waiting for something for this or, or you know, uh, I got some wrestlers that are maybe going over spots and I'm like, hey, you guys got to get to the back, you know, all that. So, so no show ever starts on you know you, you that's one thing you get people complaining did anybody complain to you about that or do they just understand like like most of the the fans who are smart smart enough to the business now well i think for the most part a lot of them know that we're going to start late but yeah. that's just wrestling period we were very yeah. determined this time to start on time but unfortunately we had a few technical dis- difficulties had to deal with some other issues and yeah we did you know go a little behind but we ended exactly when we wanted to <laughs> yeah, but but the, the point i'm trying to make is you don't sit there and go you know what? i feel like making these people wait no you want those people no but you, know, you want everything to be set up you want everything to be right before you want to make sure you know the food's ready to go you got tables with the merchandise set you know if the wrestler wants to be at the table at the time or whatever there's just, just a so for the people listeners on UWB Radio, it's not that we're saying, hey, man, go out there and wait. We're, we want to make sure everything's set and ready to go before you get in. So I believe me, I was talking to a bunch of people or whatever. The time went by so fast, I didn't even think about it. So get in, talking to a bunch of people. We had, you know, a bunch of people that I hadn't seen in years, and I was talking. I was really having a good time. First match comes out. I'm I'm familiar with T-Rex or, or t um the big guy that Tyrex. Runs, uh, <laughs> you know, I've I've seen him, you know, in 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 videos and stuff like that, but I've never seen him in person. And to see this man, can you explain the the, the physique on this guy to do a standing moonsault? That he, I was like, wow, and I was just amazed uh, at that. And that was a great. I mean, that just really got the crowd going. You know, hit that that moonsault, the people just popped, and it it, it was great. so. Tell me a little bit about him. I, I'm, that was the first time I've seen him in person, and this guy is very deceptive. That's the word I'm looking for. Tell me a little bit about him. Yeah, he's he's a he's really good at what he does. Definitely, um, he's been with us a little while now, um, and he can do some things that you would never think a large size wrestler could do. Um, he goes out there and he can put on a show. Right, and he and. That he did, and BC Killers got a fan base that it seems like they've been there for a while because they had signs with his name and they were chanting. So that dude's got a big fan base that he's built up uh, over there at UEW, which made for a, a great opening match. So, so that was really good. I mean, it just started off with the bang. So um, I was already happy from the beginning. Now I want to talk a little bit about Homeless Jimmy. I, I you know, I didn't. 
honestly, because I've been doing so much, I knew he was working, you know, with UEW or whatever. I've known him from back in the XPW days. I never got to, to wrestle with him or work with him. I think when I got to XPW, he was uh, on the tail end of work for XPW. But I used to see this guy take these bumps, you know, on the shopping cart. You know, he, he would take a, 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 a toss off the top rope onto the shopping cart, sometimes in the shopping cart. Or whatever, so I was like, man, how this guy is still alive, I'll never know, you know, or whatever. But so, you know, he had been working for you guys for a while, and, you know, he, he gave a speech. He said, hey, look, man, I don't want to be coming out here in a wheelchair, and, you know, people have to push me around or, or help me to get up into the ring or whatever. So he, he gave up the belt, which legit, he's not going to, is he still going to come back? Or Gino came out and made a big mess with everything, or is he completely done? Uh, well, you know, that's, that's a thing for homeless Jimmy. I mean, as of now, from my understanding with me, um, after our conversation, I'm pretty sure he's done. He's tired. I mean, he's been doing this a long time. And like you said, he's, he's put his body through more than most wrestlers have. I've been watching him since XPW also. And I mean, just the things that that man does and the things he's lived through is, just amazing. I mean, he's just the most amazing person. So, yeah. Well, just for him to see him able to to walk to the ring and get up in the ring without any steps, you know, to to walk or whatever, just to be walking around is amazing to me because I've seen, you know, the stuff he's put his body through or whatever. And on one hand, I'm kind of happy. I'm like, yeah, hey, man, you paid your dues. You did what you wanted to do. I'm glad, you know, that you could. But then there's a little point and says, well, man, you know, you and I never got to got to wrestle. I really would have liked to have one more match with you or with, you know, somebody else, whoever he's been looking forward to having one last match. So you're kind of torn. There's two, there's two sides to, to that. You know, it's good he's retiring, but I would have liked to have seen or maybe even wrestled him or whatever before he completely gave it. But that was pretty cool. But, you know, i got to tell you, I've seen people get heat this business before, but I'm going to have to put Gino Rivera in probably the top three I mean, you hate that dude to death and want to see him die, or you like him. But I would say 90% of that crowd wanted to see him die. So, I mean, they just really brought heat. But I got to tell you, when the guy came out, you know, that was a hell of a dance partner. That was really, not just because you're on the show, but just because I went or whatever. That was a hell of a match. I mean, it went back and forth. There was a lot of high flying. It went, you know, he didn't actually, you know, beat Guy Cool for the belt, but for, or that match itself was really, really, you know, really good. I really enjoyed that match. Now, you know, what was it you that said, hey, look, man, you know, we got to bring this guy back and, and, and put him back on here? Or, or how did all that come about to bring him back? Because from what I heard, it's been like six years since, since he's came aboard. Yeah, um, it's been quite a while. Um, I reached out to him um, to see if he was interested in coming back uh, with us when we came back at this, you know, most recent show. And, um, he was all for it. You know, he's like, you know, I'd love to come back to the underground. Um, yeah. you know, so he's, he's a good person to have around. I mean, people hate him. So we have to watch him. We have to keep an eye on him to make sure nobody hurts him because he's been getting heat with UEW since day one. Right. So. Right. And then he ended up coming out again and, 
I, I, I can't remember, you know, I'm old, so I have Alzheimer's, but I can't remember. He said, hey, you, you said I could come back and challenge for a title, and you didn't say what title. So when PBA came out and, and went over on Black, uh, what's his name, Bats, Black Bat or Red Bat? Red Bat, or Red, Red Bat, Bat, yeah. He, you, I, I just remember you coming out and like, F it, go, go for it, or whatever, and, and, he, did, and he ended up winning. You know, he, so that's going to actually probably more than likely have to come back and defend that belt. So definitely look – well, let's put it this way. I do a couple of things. Right? I do a show for Lucha Central, Kevin Rock, and, and we have an end of the year where we have the most um, – the guest who's been on the most time and created the most, like, emails and messages. And far and away, nobody was even close. I mean, just with the heat that he has, you know, we got so many emails and so many messages about, first of all, wanting to see him die. And second of all, just want to see him wrestle a person that he ended up being the, the guest of the year for pro wrestling on that show. So when you bring him, you know, that that's going to bring the heat. So for the people listening to us, if you see that the next show, I don't know when the next show is going to be or whatever, if she brings him, I, I, I thought it was a smart move. I mean, you got your money worth. He wrestled twice. He put on a hell of a show with Guy Cole. That was a great dance partner for him. He ends up winning the belt. He almost got killed because he powdered out on the side with the people that wanted to kill him or whatever. And, and you know, I'm injured <laughs> right now. So when you, you know, when you say that when he powered, I said, "Oh my God, they're gonna." I got up, and then my daughter was like, "Well, what do you can't do when you're injured?" Like, so you know, I'm like, "You're right," but that, I mean, just, that's just how intense it was. So it really made for a good show. So. That was great, but um, also at the end, like a little, um, I, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, a little uh, tournament-style match or whatever for the for the belt that she gave up. And, you know, there was so much going on. I, I, I just remember, you know, BC and Sean Black. Sean Black went through a table. All I saw was wood everywhere when they put him through the table. And then BC went like head, like they threw him head first into the table. Yeah, head first. I seriously thought that that he had a concussion or whatever because he went head first turn and he was right in front of me and I'm like, dude, he is knocked out. So I'm looking at him and I'm going, dude, you know, hey, I'm telling the ref, hey, you know, check him out, but I think he might have went head first. But and then I turn around and somebody came out in a black hood and cracked him over with the cane and the same thing that dude powered out on that same side and everything was good. So it was just just mayhem. Next thing I know, Sean Black has the belt. So for the people, this is key. I, I, I kind of missed what happened. Did he did he hit him with the move, pin him or whatever? Because next thing I knew, Sean had the belt. Um, I still have to watch the tape over again. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm pretty sure the hooded man may have had something to do with it. Um, so. Well, there was so much mayhem going on that that's what happened. I turned and I'm looking over here, see, and then I just hear the three count, and I see Sean holding the belt. So, I, you know, when you see the tape, let us know what happened because it, before I knew it, Sean went over. He had the belt. You know, it was just it was crazy. You know, and it was kind of like how do I, it's kind of like the Super Bowl. Like you want to, I didn't want to go home. I wanted them to like bring out a trophy and keep it going or something. You know, because it was over. And I didn't want it to be over. We wanted to stay. So we usually, I'm gone by, by the time the event comes out. But we actually stayed. You know, we talked to a few people. I bought some merchandise and stuff because it was just, I really, really 
had a good time. So it, it's been quite some time since I went to a show and, and really got to enjoy it. And I have I have to on that like I said, not just because you're on the show, but I I really had a good time. For the for listening to us I mean I it said that you guys are, are gonna be back in Long Beach. Um but I know Metroflex is moving to Hawaiian Gardens. Is there gonna be a show back over there or gonna be at Hawaiian Gardens or what what's the future for UEW? Um we're still discussing that as of right now, but we are still working with um, Metroflex um, mm-hmm. to try and secure a few dates for sure. Now, did you guys, uh, come and clean up the tables the next day? Because we yeah. went the next day to work out, and they came up to me and go, hey, man, you left all your tables. And I said, no, I didn't. I didn't. I was just here for the show or whatever. And then they told me somebody was coming to, to clean them up or whatever. But like you said, it was so late, and they wanted to get down there and lock it up, so you had to come the next day and clean everything up, right? Yeah, so we got everything but the tables out of there that night, and then the tables yeah. we did go pick up. Uh, we actually had to wait till Monday because we were all dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, which, which a lot of people don't understand. It, it, it takes a lot, you know, to, to do the show and all that. But I got to tell you, as we're sitting here today, I, I, I had a good time. I enjoyed myself. I'm looking forward to the next one. I'll, I'll definitely be going back. And that's, that's, the, that's what it's all about, right? You know, you want those people to come back. You either want them to go oh, yeah. happy or you want them to come back to see somebody die, and you got both. You know, a lot of people went yeah. home happy because guy cool. He, he defended his belt. It looked really good. And then they want to come back and see Chino. You know, since he went over for the other belt, they want to see somebody beat him and everything. So it's 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 a whole thing. So for the people listening to us, if you want to check out UEW, um, you can just uh, go with you on Facebook, or is there a UEW social media that they can check out? Um, we have UE, uh, UEW on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, it's uh, Most of them are under Underground Empire Wrestling. But you can get all the links off of my Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Okay, I'll make sure to put that on my social media so you can go check it out, and we'll keep everybody up to date. So, Danielle Hernandez, a million thank yous for coming on. I appreciate it, and I'm here to tell you I've been doing this for many, many years, and it's even though I'm a, a grumpy old man or whatever, I actually had the time, and I really enjoyed it. I thought from the beginning, just, just to see – the, they were calling that kid from Smoke Signals Baby Jesus, and just to see, <laughs> just to see Biggie Biggs hit that kid with the centon and he's still alive was was amazing. I thought he killed. I mean, he just went block and everybody went, "Oh my god!" And he got up, and I mean, it was just from the beginning, and you know, you, it just kept your attention and it kept you wanting more and all that. So for people listening to me, I highly recommend next time they they come to town, you go ahead and. And check them out. I'll be there definitely. You know, props to Nicolette for for buying the tickets and saying. And she told me she said, "Hey, you know, I bought first two rows and and, and uh, Danielle put us up in the front or whatever." I was like, "All right, cool, man." You know, so we, you know, we appreciate that. You know, it's good that you take care of your people. You know, and, and, and yeah, and really thank you, Nicolette, for buying those tickets. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, because in me, I'm old man. You know, I'm like I'm not. But she was really looking forward to it, and 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 it, it delivered. So we really enjoyed it. Plus, we had I'm very glad. I'm very proud. It's the whole. It's the, it's the whole kit and caboodle. So, uh, again, Danielle, thanks to you for coming on. We appreciate it, people. Listeners, don't forget to Underground Empire Wrestling, and I'll keep everybody up to date with that. So, all right, Danielle, thank you for coming. I look forward to the next one. I'll, I'll see you soon. See you soon. Thank you. All right, we'll be right back after this, everybody. 
are so comfortable in our product that we don't mind talking to people from different feds or whatever. But for the people who listen, you're here, you're here. You did, you see, don't forget to check out unitedwrestlingcouncil.com. And we say a million thank yous to the Royal Hawaiian and uh, Danielle Hernandez. But don't forget, before we get out of here, check out Paul's photo. Far and away, Paul's photo is the best store for all your camera needs. Located in the city of Torrance, they have the best prices and professional advice from beginner to pro. Still photos or videos, Paul's photo will take care of all your photo and video needs. Located at 2845 Hawthorne Boulevard in the city of Torrance, and you can call Mark at 310-375-7014. And you can always paulsphoto.com. Paul's photo, ready, willing, and able to help with all your camera needs. And, of course, Yards After Contact. You gotta check out that yards after contact apparel, clothing brand, of course, custom cornhole boards. Go to their Facebook page, Yards After Contact. Check them out on Facebook because they got pictures up there. Good stuff. I'm uh, definitely gotta check that out. And you can especially check out the UWC custom cornhole boards as well as UWC T-shirts and golf shirts modeled by our own owner and proprietor of the United Wrestling Council, Manny Pinston. Yards After Contact is your number one source for apparel and custom cornhole boards. Check it out and get your day. Yards After Contact is a of the UWC radio and the United Wrestling Council. So don't forget, check us out. Big show coming up on November 21st. You even heard it here with uh, Cheryl Lightning Rusa and, of course, um, April, the Royal Hawaiian. They're going to be down there. They're going to be bringing all their stuff to sign. Uh, Mondo's coming. He's going to help present the trophy. Both of them talked about how Mondo helped train them and get them ready for close. You can meet them over at the show. And, of course, the end-all to be-all, the big uh, UWC Pistol Pete Memorial tag team tournament finals. It's going to be La Flecha Fugaz and Cayam versus Sean Black and, of course, Tony Ray. It's going to be huge. It's been setting up. People collecting tickets. We're putting together the packages. So if you want to take the family, you know, we got a bunch of promo stuff coming up. So we keep everybody posted here on, on the radio show and, of course, on UnitedWrestlingCouncil.com. So make sure you check it out. All right, everybody. Everybody here next Sunday, and we'll talk soon.